0: Coming to you from the Windy City. Welcome to Let's Talk Shop, a podcast about all things cloud and enterprise tech. Listen to insights and guest interviews with IT thought leaders and professionals. Now, here's your host, Elias Canaser. Welcome back everyone to another episode of It Depends and a special guest today we are in the studio he's yes. visiting in chicago sanjeev thank, welcome thank you so much eli i am so happy
1: I, I made this trip to the windy city it is windy today <laughs> in january
0: of 2023 and here we are recording own personal studio it's so nice to have you so yes. it's been a while the last time we met was reinvent Correct. in vegas yes what have you yeah. been up to since what are you doing in chicago Oh wow! I had
1: I had an amazing trip. I I did a couple of meetups in India. Then I went to Rio de Janeiro nice. for New Year's. Then I came back and now I'm in Chicago. Not a
0: lot of people go to Rio for New Year's.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I got lucky. I had a hotel right at Copacabana. Beach. Oh, two nice. million people. Oh wow. <laughs> You know, and fireworks and parties everywhere. So it nice. was great. But now it's back to business. And this is a year where we really need to put our heads down because, uh, unfortunately, we've run into a little bit of That's economic right. downturn. And uh, so there are a lot of headwinds. And And every day we see news uh spreadside, People, you know, get impacted by jobs. Uh, budget cuts are happening in technology and, and so forth. So it's it's going to be... Uh, a bit of hard work, but there is a, there's a silver
0: lining. So I am going to ask you about your plans for 2023, especially okay. for those that are interested in what you're doing. But let's start off with kind of where you've left off with the economic downturn. Yeah. How much do you think that's going to impact what we do, right? So cloud, analytics, data, mm-hmm. like do yeah. you feel like more people are going to continue to invest? Do you think they're going to pull back on investment? How, how are you seeing this? Okay, so Eli, great question. There is no doubt
1: that budgets are tight and organizations are starting to cut. But budgets have always been tight. Like, have you ever thought of a time when (sighs) someone said, well, I have a lot of budget? Um, Unfortunately not, (laughs) I would love to to see that, but it's tighter. Tighter, tighter, that's fair. But but I do have to say that there are two areas uh, of significant growth, even in these times, cloud and data and analytics. Why I say this is because to, uh, and maybe this is a bit self-serving because I'm in the data and analytics space, but but I get to see it up close and personal. Data is the competitive advantage. And no ma- organizations that cut their budget for data uh, and cloud modernization, they are going to pay a price down the road. You think so? Yeah, absolutely. So 100%. you think
0: those that are going to mine the budgets and, and you know, cut back are going going to what lose the advantage later they're not going to be able to catch up to those that actually continue to invest that is correct
1: yes you've got to keep modernizing and by the way modernization is not just moving into the cloud for the sake of moving into the cloud you're moving into the cloud because of business reasons it could be you know cost uh, cost optimization could be one of them although it's not necessarily the primary thing it could be agility to do new use cases it could be uh, you are preparing for the future so you can add more use cases so whatever it may be I, you know the modernization uh, payback is not going to happen tomorrow
0: it's going to happen maybe later in the year or
1: 2 to 3 years down the road
0: but so Let's be a little realistic. I'm gonna play devil's advocate. So, for those that really have tighter budgets, yeah, they're probably listening to you and saying, "Well, we want to continue to invest. It sounds mm-hmm. great. Where do I find the money? Like, how do they? Yeah, how do they do it? Is it cost yeah. optimization? You know, make sure you optimize the environment to make up the budget right. to then spend it. Like, what are your what are your what's your advice?
1: So, many uh, surprisingly, there are companies that have told me that they have froze the budget overall. But they've found a way to pay for a new suite of products because they have tied together some sort of uh, ROI. So, so the the uh, message I have for a lot of vendors who are trying to sell their services is that you got to show the business value. It is. It's not about technology geek speak you know like you should get this product because it will help you do x y and z it is the business maybe self-service analytics maybe you can finally fix that that pestering data quality problem whatever it may be it's a there's a business value tied to what you do we spend too much time talking
0: technology we need to Take a step back. Yes. Yeah, I I agree with you. And and I also feel like, again, for those that are out there, how do we find it? I feel like there's always a way to find... Budget, right? So whether it's you know maybe stretch the maintenance on hardware that you don't have to refresh this year, whether it's do an assessment of the cloud estate and do a cost optimization, find a way to find the budget. I I feel like if there's a business driver, Mm -hmm. you should be able to find the budget. Now it's easier said than done. Correct. But I still feel like I agree one hundred percent with Sanjeev. Those that don't invest are going to create a bigger gap between them and those that continue to invest in twenty twenty three and beyond. So. Let's talk a little bit to our friends, our audience that are watching, those that actually do the work. Mm-hmm. What do you advise them in 2023? Should they continue to invest in themselves, continue to get certs, continue to gain knowledge? Is this a good year for them to do something like this? Is In economic downturns, should people learn more? Hmm. Should they reinforce what they know? What are you seeing? What's your advice to, to folks, engineers, data engineers, etc. I
1: have to say I've been around the block for a few years. I'm showing my age. But there's a reason I'm bringing this up. The reason is because the peak of my career, to be honest, when we were having so much fun was during dot-com boom days. Mm. And then just we fell off the cliff. And that was a very, very difficult time for IT industry, the dot-com bust. But some of the biggest companies were created at that time. I agree. AWS came out uh, at that time. Uh, eBay came out. Uh, um, PayPal came out uh, around that time. So this is not end of the world. This is the time when you take reins. You take charge. Because this is a, the time of growth. This is do not take this as you know doom and gloom. And uh, there's nothing I can do. There are technologies that... Uh, that are uh, uh, asking you to come learn whatever technology maybe if you're a network security guy there's a lot happening in that space if you are an analytics person change the, the rate of change that is happening in 2023 is rampant yeah so more than it, more than in the past for more sure. than in the past yeah so don't, uh, don't think that I am controlled by the environment, the environment is slowing down. If you are impacted, for instance, then go take classes, go. Uh, see, one of the important things that I tell people is that you have a ton of knowledge sitting in, in your brain. Get it out on paper.
0: That's a good idea, yeah, yeah. right. Yeah. Right, if you can, I think that's a great idea. Speaking of those technologies, mm-hmm. you're in data and analytics, you're in AI, you're in all of these fields. What's hot today? What's going to be interesting in 23?
1: So AI is definitely hot because of chat GPT. Everybody's talking about chat GPT. I am not, I don't want to be yet another voice saying chat GPT does an amazing job. I I think uh, it's certainly revolutionized. It's given a shot in the arm. To uh, AI, so AI has avoided what we were jokingly calling AI winter. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, but what's really hot is. Uh, again, I'm showing my data analytics roots, so pardon me for those of you who are like, what is he talking about? But data governance, metadata management, data quality, data integrity, all of these things are critical. We are already living in a world where almost every organization I, I talk to is already multi-cloud and they have hybrid and they're getting into edge. So. So, the problem or the importance of metadata
0: has never been Been higher. Why is ChatGPT all of a sudden exploding? Like, I mean, it's been around for a while. It's not new, right? I mean, why is it now like, oh my God, everything's ChatGPT? Uh, So, first of all, large language
1: models are becoming more accurate. The way the answers that ChatGPT gave uh, are literally brilliant.
0: Okay, so you're saying it's yeah. had time to be trained, yes. it's more natural. Absolutely. Is it yeah. to the point where I can't distinguish or differentiate between if I'm, am I talking to a human or to, a, yeah. to an AI? Yeah, Turing
1: test. Yeah, it's passing the Turing test.
0: So I'm thinking of doing this for my dad's, uh, yeah. my dad's business and mm-hmm. on his website. Do you think it's a good idea for a small business? Like right now, if you go on his website, yeah. I have an FAQ, but the FAQ is, is pretty limited. But mm-hmm. do you think for a small business, it makes sense to have some kind of... A chat GPT maybe it's a representative that can answer questions or does it have a certain business size or does it apply to small to large? So I, I put a very funny LinkedIn post the
1: other day, uh, I, uh, a vendor tagged me because he asked chat GPT a question and it Thought it gave it. And it says,
0: ask Sanjeev.
1: <laughs> no, so it gave it an answer that it wasn't up to his liking. And, and he's like, what's up with that? And and he's getting all worked up. And I was like, Chat GPT is a new TikTok. Oh, now, wow. that sounds shocking because they're so different, they're completely different. But, my, but the reason I'm saying that is because Chat GPT is addictive, like TikTok. And people are right now asking Chat GPT questions ad nauseum. and And the beauty is the answer changes every week. Because, and that's what they're asking. So they'll ask a question. So I told this guy, just wait for a week because... There'll be more updates? There'll be a new update.
0: So every time you ask chat GPT, it gives you a brilliant answer but it's different. So how's that happening? Is it because it's continuously collecting information and as a result, the algorithm's evolving? Yes. What's making the change?
1: That's exactly what it is. The more people ask, the more uh, material ChatGPT has to train itself, its answer changes. In fact, ChatGPT literally shook the world this week when Microsoft announced $10 billion investment. 10 billion with a B and now the, now uh, uh, the whole industry
0: is abuzz with will it kill google search oh wow so you think the future search is going to be more a chat based type chat gpt type instead of type based i am not,
1: not not i'm not saying that this is this is the industry's view the industry's view is that chat gpt is the new search engine that is that is where the industry is going i'm not bought into it right now but but uh, because I, uh, I, I'm
0: here to solve real problems. But so wait, hang on a second. So yeah. where is Google in ChatGPT? I mean, there's no way they're going to let their, their, their market lead in terms of search. Correct. So what is Google doing? So we know Microsoft's invested $10 billion. Yeah. What's Google doing? I, a great question. I'm I'm
1: waiting to to talk to our friends at Google and find out what is their point of view. But
0: I have not publicly. I have not seen anything. Is there? Are there any other players? Like, is AWS doing anything, or is that something you're still researching? Uh,
1: I don't think AWS is in the space of uh, web so. You search, think it's uh, the
0: search engines that are going to be more so yes. Bing and Google and correct, you know. Correct. Are there any others? Yeah. Bing yeah.
1: and Google. And to, by the way, I also want to go back and answer your question as to should small businesses invest, uh, look into Jet GPT? The answer is 100% you should. Why okay. not? You know, it's so easy. Everybody's using it. Well,
0: how easy is it? Like, will small businesses need to hire professionals? Is this something that you can do? Like, is it as easy as building your website on Wix? I'm, I'm simplifying. Yes. No. But is it, it, it is, that easy? It is that easy. You have to go to OpenAI's uh, website,
1: sign up for ChatGPT. You will uh, very quickly get your your login, and then it's uh, end user self
0: service, end user friendly. And and I can configure it so that it answers the questions that I'm interested in, or that my my users, my customers, are going to be interested. Yes. Correct. And. Is it like cloud-based? So, is the algorithm going to continuously get updates from the cloud, or can I limit it to, "Hey, these are the set of questions I want you to answer," or both? Uh, both. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, speaking of Chad GPT, the ten billion dollar Microsoft investment, what's going on in VC world? In the VC world, <sighs> is the VC world again? Is it Chad GPT? Is there something else? Okay, I have to drop another bombshell. Oh. on your show so chad gpt is the new TikTok,
1: and here's another one okay another <laughs> one the second uh what's going on in the vc world ftx has dropped dropped a nuclear bomb in the vc world okay vc, Explain. VC funding is down dry shut cold really dry. yes i i work with with small companies startups that are doing extremely well they're making money but they cannot get funded. Or if they do get funded, it's coming with term sheets that are just not,
0: uh, you know, advantageous. Is this because they're afraid of what happened and they're, it's kind of a, hey, let's take a step back and reevaluate? Why do you think it's come to a standstill?
1: It's because uh, VCs are, are being very conservative. I think they overspent uh, till uh, about a year ago uh, companies were getting 100x evaluation. So if you make a million dollars in revenue, you are a unicorn. You're worth a billion dollars. That, that was just ridiculous. So some of it was, they went so far in one direction that the pendulum has now shifted. But more than that, it's just being very cautious. And and I personally, I feel the VCs are now at a point where they're like, let's squeeze mm. these vendors because where are they going to go? They cannot get funded. So as they keep waiting and
0: money starts drying up, they become cheaper and cheaper to invest so in. So it's a better term right. uh, term sheet. Now, I would have thought maybe they would have dried up for for crypto and, and that type yes. of space. I can understand. But you're saying across the board. It's, across the board, yes. Do yeah. you feel like... It, this will end in 2023? Do you feel like it's going to go beyond? How, how long do you think this period yeah. will? And I know I'm asking you a very no, no, hypothetical no, it, question. But it's, but. it's a great question. It is something that we, we should have a point of view.
1: There is no right or wrong answer because none, none of us have seen the future. My opinion is that this is going to start stabilizing by Q3 or maybe Q4. So I, I think we will get back to not human memory is fickle. Oh, I know. Yeah. So I think we're <laughs> going to will get, forget uh, FDX Yeah, soon. <laughs> People will forget. And I think we're going to go through a cautionary uh, phase. Period. Right now, what is happening is that uh, I, I very closely look at SAS metrics, and there are all kinds of SAS metrics we used to look at. Now, the most important SAS metric is burn rate. Okay. Okay. And you know, so people are cutting down, which is again going back to that investment I said in data analytics and uh, technology. People are cutting their marketing budget, and I think they're going to see the effects down the road. But whatever it is, burn rate, bringing that down, and containing your cost is is probably the most important metric at this point, along with growth. You got
0: to have growth. You can't just cut cost and not grow are you seeing um, any workloads come out of the cloud ah great question this is uh, a- i'm going to say no just beforehand
1: <laughs> yeah no 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 so and i i'll say i'll say yes to that okay because up till last year it was all about growth at any cost this year the focus has shifted to cost optimization one of the cost optimization pieces is running your workloads where it is the, the, the most cost-effective. So if I'm running a Hadoop workload, for example, I know Hadoop's not the cool thing for many years. I'm running it in the cloud. If I can bring that, that uh, on-premises, then why not? But now to your point,
0: although this cloud repatriation is talked about quite a bit, it is a minuscule. Yeah, so that's, I agree with that. So, yeah. I, and I think there's always going to be continuous cloud cost optimization. Yes. But I mean, take something like Hadoop. If you were to do this on-premises and you were to rebuild hundreds and thousands of these nodes on-prem, that's a pretty big capital investment. And by the time you deploy it, well, you're not gonna have access to the newest processors or even the GPUs. Correct. So I feel like it's a continuous balance. Some workloads may be on-premises, but I'm not seeing like the cloud repatriation, a lot of people are making it into a thing where, oh my God, everybody's getting out of the cloud. Right. I'm definitely not seeing that. Yes. So, uh, uh, let me give you an, uh,
1: an actual example. Walmart is, is a perfect example. Walmart has a model. It's called the triplet model. Mm-hmm. It, uh, and the triplet model consists of public cloud, private cloud, and edge. It's all built on open source, open stack. And Kubernetes. But they also have Azure. They have a big deployment Mm -hmm. in Azure. They have Azure and Google Cloud. Mm -hmm. So that's a multi-cloud. And then they have a private cloud and edge. And they basically have open sourced this piece of product which allows them to to, uh, move workloads. So portability is really important for them. But that's Walmart. Not
0: every company is Walmart. So what and even Walmart, he's he's definitely right. But even Walmart had a lot of challenges with with OpenStack and the ability to do portability on the workloads. I mean, at that point, those have to be containerized workloads. Yes, which means you're not using any of the past services because correct. that becomes very difficult to move. So yes, but, yes, but. <laughs> correct,
1: yeah. And and the thing is that Walmart can afford to do these experiments; yeah. others cannot. So so I I would say bigger cloud. Learn it really well. AWS has 238 services.
0: Yeah, and it's growing.
1: Full and growing, <laughs> it's, a, it's a full-time job just to learn AWS. How can you go multi-cloud if you're not even... In fact, to me, the biggest problem today with cloud and you're 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 the cloud guru. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> yes, you are. No, I, in, in Gartner we all looked up to to you oh, as you, being the you. cloud guy. So the biggest problem in cloud I, I see today, thirty percent of of cloud
0: cost is unused and wasted. Oh yeah, uh, there's there's a ton of opportunity in cloud optimization. Yeah. I think across the board for all organization, yeah. whether it's automation, whether it's you know Correct. recalibration of instances. Well, wh- I mean there's. There's a ton. And again, back to that budget conversation, Mm -hmm. I think this is a really, really good time for those companies, organizations. Again, we don't know what the economy is going to be like, right? So it's Mm -hmm. almost like economic weirdness, sort of speak, because it's bad, but it's not bad. And how long is it going to be bad for? But this is going to be a perfect time to look at that environment and optimize it, because I think you're going to find... If it's not 30%, it's going to be 15% or 20%. But that 20% is going to allow you to continue to spend moving forward And to Sanjeev's earlier point. That way, you're not creating a gap between mm-hmm. you and those that are able to still afford to invest. Yeah. I, I,
1: you know, if you remember when we, we recorded our last video at AWS Reinvent, I was giving you an example of this tiny company that i worked with that found these unused AWS mm. resources. Yep. And uh, so they're saving only, it's only $20,000, $27,000 a month. Hey, but that's a lot of money. Yeah. So, and this is a, this is a tiny company. Imagine a large company. But you, take a guess. How long do you think is a cloud bill for Accenture? Take a guess.
0: You mean lengthwise? Like lengthwise.
1: Number of lines. Mm, two pages. It's tens of millions. Come on. Uh, serious, I'll send you a link. It's on the protocol. If tens. it's publicly available, I'll it is, put it in the description. <laughs> yes, it, I'll send you the link to the protocol. Tens of millions. Because there are a thousand groups in AWS that I use, uh, in Accenture,
0: that use AWS. How do you optimize that? <laughs> you're gonna have to find the way if you want the budget yes. yeah <laughs> so towards the end of this episode let's talk a little bit about what your plans are for 2023 what can folks expect to see from you yeah. in terms of actual deliverables whether it's research books yes. training what are you working on what can they expect and when
1: yeah so uh, yeah great question you uh eli you, you're watching out for me. We are basically... Always. <laughs> yes. So so Eli has actually been pushing me to finally publish that damn book I wrote. I've written over 500 pages. He's written 500 pages. I'm like, let's and publish. i never published it. So, so I'm following Eli's footsteps. I want to write a book this year. I want to publish my training program. Now that I'm saying this publicly, it puts me... On the spot. You're guys, you going to have to yes. hold them accountable. Yes. And uh, I feel that there's this... Over the years, we've gained so much knowledge. It's, it's good to share and get it out there. So that, to me, is my big, hairy audacious goal, BHAG, uh, other than you know just pushing the research uh, into this. As we go into multi-cloud, new problems arise. Cost is just one of them, but how do I know where is my data? What's my data doing? If it fails, where in the world, in my pipeline, did it fail? Could I have caught it earlier? So it's like observability is what I'm I'm hinting at here. But there's a whole uh, move toward data products. You know, we're trying to to take a more disciplined product management approach to building our Data uh, outcomes. So, so there's a lot of research, new research that I, I'm doing in this space and trying to expand the, uh, our thinking and get ready for this hybrid multi-cloud world that we are going to be living in for the next few years.
0: Does the book have a tentative, tentative title? Ah,
1: yes. I actually decided to make it into a three-volume book, and the tentative title is the Hitchhiker's Guide to data management, That's awesome. Hitchhiker's Guide to Data Governance, and to uh, data analytics. So.
0: so stay tuned for a three-volume book, apparently. Um, <laughs> probably some courses. We're still yes. figuring out what we're going to do with them. They might publish on Udemy. They might publish on Sanjeev's website, on mine. Maybe we'll combine them. We're still working through that. I'm also working on the Cloud Strategy book. I'll give you some more updates on that pretty soon. But you can expect to get some quite a bit of content from us this year, both in written format, research, and also in terms of training classes. Um, before we close, any last parting words now that you're in Chicago in this in this great windy weather? Yeah, I, I
1: would say I wish you all an amazing 2023. Everything is in your control. Just have the best time, you know, and don't worry about uh but unknowns, because there's nothing you can do about it, just have have faith. Just keep at it. So
0: I think it's time for us to go get some baklava. I'm gonna put some yes. bloopers after this video. You yeah. guys are gonna watch too much coffee. You're gonna watch yeah. Sanjeev eating baklava, <laughs> my dad's baklava. So stay yes. tuned for the bloopers at the end of this video. Thank you so much. Take care. Sanjeev, it was great seeing you in Likewise. Chicago. Thank Next you. Next time we're gonna do this again. Yes, definitely. It made
1: my trip worth it. Take care, everyone.